Icon. There we go. Without objection, the chair is authorized to declare a recess of the subcommittee at any time. Subcommittee is meeting today to hear testimony on nine force management and fire suppression bills. HR 188 by Ms., uh, Mr. McClintock, HR 1450 by Mr. Fulcher, HR 1726, um, Representative Takuda, HR 3522, Mr. Moore, 3499 by Mr. Isa. HR 3389 by Representative Valadeo, HR 3396 by Representative Harder, and Ranking Member Nagusa's Forest Service Flexible Housing Partnerships Act of 2023. I ask unanimous, unanimous consent that the following members be allowed to participate in today's hearing from the dais. The gentleman from California, um, Mr. Valadeo and Mr. Isa, the gentlewoman from Colorado, Ms. Bobert, the gentleman from Utah, Mr. Moore, and the gentlewoman from Hawaii, Ms. Takuda. Without objection, so ordered. Under committee rule 4F, any oral opening statements at hearings are limited to the chairman and the ranking minority member. I therefore ask unanimous consent that all other members' opening statements be made a part of the hearing record if they are submitted in accordance with, rule, uh, with committee rule 3.0. Without objection, so ordered. I will now recognize myself for an opening statement. Last week, an article appeared in Politico arguing that the progressive left should get behind permitting reform because delay is a form of climate denialism. In making this case for speeding up our country's environmental analyses, an official was quoted as stating, yes, we can respect our environmental laws and we can move quickly at the same time. You may be surprised to learn this official was not a Republican governor or member of Congress, but rather Democrat Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. While this committee has had some productive conversations on force management this year, there is still too often a disconnect between what my friends on the other side of the other side of the aisle say about permitting reform versus Democrats in their own White House. The reality is this isn't just a funding and staffing issue. We must reform laws like NEPA, and we have to do it now. We need to speed up the bureaucracy that's been slowing down forest management projects for decades if we want to truly confront the wildfire crisis. What's true for clean energy projects is also true for forest management. We can streamline reviews for these projects and still respect our nation's environmental laws. For too long, we've been told that streamlining, like categorical exclusions, undermine bedrock environmental laws. This catchphrase of the left has lost virtually all meaning because it is often said without providing any evidence that these reviews will actually lead to worse environmental outcomes. If anything, the opposite is true. We have seen time and time again that streamlining the bureaucracy has led to better environmental outcomes and better outcomes for local communities. Lake, uh, Lake Tahoe is a prime example of this. Just two years ago, the Kelder fire was bearing down on the Lake Tahoe Basin when it entered a hazardous fuels treatment area that was made possible by a Tahoe-specific categorical exclusion. These treatments dramatically slowed the fire and gave wildland firefighters the ability to fight back and save over 600 homes. Nearby Grizzly Flats, which is less than 100 miles from this area, was ineligible for this 10,000 acre 
categorical exclusion. The result? A planned hazardous fuels project was delayed for nearly a decade and incomplete when the Calder fire occurred. The community was virtually wiped from the map. The Tahoe categorical exclusion was the difference maker in these two situations, and it is the type of tool that should be afforded to all of our national forests. That's why I'm supportive of uh, Congressman McClintock's Proven Forest Management Act, which would expand the use of categorical exclusions that has inarguably saved communities without compromising any level of environmental analysis. We'll also be considering Congressman Moore's Firesheds Act, which builds upon cutting edge forest service research to prioritize landscape scale fuels reduction treatments to protect the most at risk communities across the West. Anybody who supports the Forest Service's tenure confronting the wildfire crisis strategy needs to support this legislation, which complements it by using the same fire shed research. The Forest Service has often called the bipartisan infrastructure law a down payment on the funding for the 10-year strategy, but it's far past time for us to put a down payment on the streamlining necessary to actually complete this work. We're over a year into the implementation of this strategy, and without addressing our permitting challenges, we will never meet the lofty goals set by the Forest Service. I'm also supportive of Representative Fulcher's Treating Tribes and Counties as Good Neighbors Act, which would improve the co-stewardship of federal lands with our tribal partners. This bipartisan bill, which recently passed out of the House Ag Committee on a 59 to zero vote, should be a no-brainer. My home state of Wisconsin is a leader in the use of good neighbor authority, and I'm excited to see legislation moving that will help improve this vital tool. In addition to these forest management tools, we'll be considering some thoughtful wildfire suppression legislation, including Congressman Issa's Direct Hire to Fight Fires Act, Congressman Valadeo's Emergency Wildfire Fighting Technology Act, and Congressman Clint McClintock's fire suppression legislation. These bills are the first step in fulfilling key guiding principles for this subcommittee that we must put wildland firefighters into winnable solution, situations, and we must address their challenges in a fiscally responsible manner. As is the case with forest management, we must remember that this is not simply a funding issue. While we need to ensure better and equitable pay for our wildland firefighters, we must also cut the unnecessary red tape that's preventing us from hiring these men and women in the first place. We must also make sure our current fire suppression practices aren't needlessly putting firefighters into harm's way. I'd like to thank all the members on both sides of our dais for their leadership on the important bills before us today. I also want to thank all the witnesses for being here and traveling long distances to provide your expert testimony. I look forward to hearing from each of you. With that, uh, we'll just, yeah. So um, um, we will hear from the ranking member, uh, Representative Nagoose, when he arrives. Um, but now I would like to rep uh, recognize Representative McClintock uh, for five minutes in regards to, let's see, two bills, H.R. 188 and H.R. 934.